Everybody, thank you for tuning in to the Chronicles of a Black Sheep. We're here for another episode. We have guests in the building tonight. So, as usual, we'll go ahead and do our intros. We got DW Randolph, Aunt Dunaway, Honey Daniels, Nika Pinks. And So tonight we are going to discuss love and happiness. Everybody know that that wonderful song by Al Green that's ageless. So uh, what, you, what was that, honey? I said facts. Hey, so since you facts know. Since you fast, don't you keep it off tonight? Mm. <laughs> For me, you want me to so, Somebody say, Daryl, sing it. <laughs> hey, that's a classic. It is a classic, very much, but <laughs> the words to the classic. The words for me. It make you want to do wrong. Damn, make you do right. Very much so. Will it make you do right? I don't know. So, look, before we start, before we go into the topic of love and happiness, we need to clarify who out here is in love and happy and and which one of y'all is out here just uh, living life and and for them streets. I mean, let me get that right. Yes, honey. Uh, I mean, I'm in these streets. <laughs> the, the doors of the church are open now. Is there one? Honey. Is, is there one? Honey. <laughs> so basically, you're saying you're in the street. Single. Yeah. Mango. Yeah. Look, look, like, look like you the luck of the draw tonight. Uh oh, it's all on you, boo. Really? <laughs> Want to go on and open them doors of the church? Look, I'm sorry, man. My I don't know. My internet keeps going bad or something, man. That's not really bad. Well, let's let's go on and play it. Since you since you the luck of the draw, because uh, somebody left you hanging. The other person that's supposed to be on tonight left him hanging. So you you the token, you the you the square, X marks the square. So let's Uh-oh. talk about Miss Miss Honey and love and happiness. Would would you definitely say oh okay you, you in love and happiness? Like, oh, hold on. Your life? 
I am definitely in love and happy. Yes. Oh, okay. Definitely in love and happy. I, I can't say just by definition, just because you love someone or just because you're, I'm just saying that just because you love someone don't necessarily make the relationship happy. Well, now I'm not talking wow. about me. Because I'm, I'm in love and happy. I'm just saying. Well, generally speaking, okay, it sounds like the two go together. You know, you would think that they would go hand in hand, but most of the time they do not. Well, hallelujah. And to be clear, <laughs> that big old Chuck E. Cheese smile says, Man, that can. Yeah, it's kind of obvious. Yeah, I'm a happy person, first of all. Okay, yeah, I'm about to say that she always smiles, she slaps about it. Thank you, appreciate it. I ain't gonna go there on this live. You don't have to go there. I am a happy person. I don't know, I don't know why you acting funny tonight. You happy, but you do be mean as hell sometimes. <laughs> man, you you can be, be happy, man. Man. that's a happy mean person. But look, she's she a mellow yeah, baby. Like, okay. Yeah. Now, you know, so, it, it's funny when you her when you're her friend and you deal with her on a regular and you start seeing the niceness kick in. I'm like, bitch, you're you sick? Yeah, right. But I, I love seeing her in the skin she's in right now. I love seeing her happy. I want love and happiness for all my friends. So for for this particular friend to get that and to have that going on right now, I'm very much excited for her and all aspects of it because it, it, ooh, that coming that behind down like she like she calm, she cool as a cucumber. So I, I'm 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 happy for her. I'm, I'm waiting for wet bells. So let me ask you this. What is love then? What is love? I mean, we keep everybody keep dropping that word. What is it? Is it what like how can a person how does a person know when they're in love? I mean, um, they feel it. it feels completely different than any other, any other feeling. I think. What's up? What you What you think? Aunt? Oh, it's when you want to step in front of a bullet for somebody. Yep. No, that's crazy. Like if I if I feel like I would I I'd sacrifice my life for you, that's love. That's mm. the ultimate sacrifice. Yeah, I, in the holy script. I'm gonna feel like that twice about somebody that wasn't related to me. So that's gotta be what it is. Mm -hmm. Let it she, uh, they show you you gotta get the fuck out the way. <laughs> like, okay. ain't taking a okay. mm -hmm. So so, so you saying take, take a bullet for somebody. That ain't a good that ain't a good definition, man. That's that ain't it. Yeah, they, yeah. Bruno Mars type shit or something. I'm like, but okay. Yeah. So that would make you feel a certain I mean, way. I mean, I mean, I would say, you know. 
I haven't been there, so I can't. Even, I didn't been to the point where I thought it was love. Uh-huh. And that ain't it. Ain't. Open and I would like, say, you know, you ain't love. Ooh, your uh, Boost Mobile yeah, internet. Yeah, you know, your body is good because she went out. She got your cricket internet. Oh my Jesus! Oh, hey, Nikki, you said you said you been there. You was you thought you were. So what I, was I, that? What was that feeling like? I thought you was it. No, 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 no. But when we are at that point, you have those blinders on, and all you can see is yourself and that person and the future and mm. you old and all that shit. And you don't see everything else that's happening, the red flags and shit that's happening. It was some red flags happening during my time of being in love. And I was just here with it, like planning my future and like, we finna do it. We finna be, we happy. And now I'm like, what the fuck was I thinking? I can't even tell you what I was thinking. Cause I'm like, why did hmm. I even, how did I even, I don't even. We had these blinders on though. And that happens every time. Mm-hmm. The rose colored glasses. So yeah, definitely that. If you got the blinders on, wait, wait, what are blinders? What blind are you? Like, come to what I'm trying to understand is like little stuff that you see as a red flag down the road. You like, you know what? That person was want to tell me how to dress, where to go, what to do. And we thought it was cute because we thought, you know, that person loved us or whatever. They're just being, you know, making sure we good, making sure we safe. That is a red motherfucking flag. If somebody trying to control your every move. But you have those rose colored glasses on, you looking at, oh, my baby just, you know, they want me to be good. They make sure I'm I'm dressed when I go out. They're trying to make sure I'm, you know, that's those, that's what I mean by, that's what, that's what Pinky mean, what was she thinking? She had them rose colored glasses on. Yep. Oh, he calls me 57 times a day because he loves me so much. Oh, hell no. Right, no. Yeah. That nigga's going to make your phone go dead so you can't call no other niggas. <laughs> yes. I got to take my yes. glasses off because I'm, 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 I can't see what you're talking about. Like, I, I really can't. Uh-oh, go, Aunt. Get him. Okay, so we're going to go back to Miss Pink's here. Uh-oh. Is that based on a truth? <laughs> Uh-oh, she froze up too, huh? She has, no, she on pause. She she wiping her tears and she standing up some shit right really? now. Really? <laughs> so y'all, we gonna bring Mr. Late on, Mr. Late. Oh, half pint. Yeah, we gonna bring half pint on, Mr. Late. When they look too short. Too short. So, um, whatever. Nika Pinks, um, Anthony had asked you. Oh, there go her stuff. So, yeah, see, she didn't pay a bill. Yeah, she didn't pay a bill. She had Deja Vu and threw her shit out the window. Man, she missed the red flag at that point. <laughs> but, okay, okay. So, so we talking about red flags and everything, right? So, is love a. Uh, uh, is love an emotion or feeling or what? What is it? It's a learned behavior. Ooh. Ooh. Learned behavior. It's a PhD right now. Go ahead. Speak on that, brother. Uh, it's it's based upon attachment theories. And there's uh-huh. four different type of four different types of attachment theories that 
that happen while we're between the ages of, well, birth and five years of age. So based upon your relationship with the most person, that the person that you love the most, that's how you learn to love. So if you want, I can send a YouTube video on that to the group chat. You can check it out. But um, there's basically a range for dependent and independent, different types of attachment. And then in between is like those mediums you have of like, I'm somewhat independent and I'm somewhat dependent on having a lovable person to make me feel whole or healthy. And don't quote me on that because I'm just trying to remember off the top of my head real quick. Um, but I say it's learned is because it's, it, it's, you know, you have your conditional, unconditional, and then along with that, you have certain segments that you can break down and say that, okay, this is how I love. And that's why, oh, honey can't hear shit. Um, this is why I love this way. And when you learn to love us in a particular way, that's why I say it's a learned behavior. And also from readings I've listened to and, you know, and, and checked out, it's become learned. Okay, good, good info. I like that. And definitely post that link in the comments. Um, for anybody that's interested, I'll definitely check it out after myself. So thank you. So we always see different things. And I know we've even posted in the group about, and cracking jokes, because I posted the meme the other day, about loving hard. What is loving hard? Boucher. You got something yeah. to say? I mean, some sucker shit sometimes, you know, you just, you out here doing more for this person than what you want for yourself, you know, let them, you know, get away with, with things you normally would get along, get away with it, like, you suck up, man. I've been there before, so I'ma just, you know, say, you know, it, it's something that you should like, you should never, that nobody, ooh, I'm trying to get, let me get these thoughts. You should never let nobody have you out here acting out of character. And what you know what I mean, like, because of perceived love, or, you know, like, it, it definitely puts you on the path, you know, that you don't want to be into. Because I, you know, you know, people that they didn't mess life off because they love somebody and this person is messing with somebody else and the person they was messing with, they decide they're going to take them out. Now you can go down food as a girl, and if that's not chill with somebody else, then they like if you can love somebody too hard, if you got a character, and that's something you know, that's that's, that's just my thoughts. <laughs> so, just thinking about like, listening to what everybody's saying is so, is loving hard or loving in general, uh. Is it just about about being vulnerable? Like you hearing the words uh, different from the way you felt before, or out of character, or you don't you're you're not thinking straight, or uh, you miss red flags. But is that could that be just you're being vulnerable? Like you're actually being vulnerable, being true oh, yeah, to yourself. I'm opening up myself up to this individual. But you can't have love without vulnerability, though. 
So then, so then again, so then, what is love? Is love uh, that feeling, or is love being ultra, uh, vulnerable with somebody? I think it's all that. I don't think it's like one it? set definition. Exactly. It's not and one it thing comes to put, put in the box. Okay. So, and the reason, the reason why I'm asking that because, like, um, I hear it a lot in the in the field that I'm in when it comes to domestic violence. Oh, I can't leave him because I love him. But we're looking at him like he who you whooping your ass, and then when somebody try to to intervene on your behalf, That's you talking on the person, huh? That's trauma, and that's those rose-colored is glasses. Is it? Yes, it's definitely. Again, it again, is. Okay, wait, wait. Because they're being vulnerable with this individual. They are. It's not to say that that person who whooping them don't love them. And it's not to say that just, you know, she don't love him even though that's happening, but she's been traumatized. That doesn't mean the love isn't there. I know I hear people say, he can't possibly love her because he beat her ass. No, he can love her. And to him, we, we don't know his state of mind. That could be, you know, what he knows of all he knows. I mean, I that's feel like that I right there, up. that topic kind of goes a little bit left. I'm not a person, I, think, I can't really up. speak on it. That's I only can speak from the outside in. I've never been in a domestic violence situation. That's probably how um, he probably seen that in his own household. He probably grew up that way. He probably saw his daddy beating his mama. That's how he grew up. So that's then that's how I that exactly. That's what I finna tie it into. Like what Anthony said. Why am I leaning over? What the fuck? Yep. <laughs> that ties it into what Anthony said. Like, so is it is is love a learned behavior or is it an emotion? It could be both. I think it's both. You can't you can't, I mean emotion. Emotion is love. You, when you love, you're emotional. But how it's true. not just a But you don't learn love. Not to me. I think you gain love. I think you learn. You don't learn how to love. I mean, people learn to love a different way. Let me so, you know since since you since you say that. Let me let me let me ask you the question. Yeah. You said, you know, sometimes people do learn love or sometimes, you know, love is just an emotion. When people love, however they do, do do they, when they get in relationships, do they know the love language of themselves and the person that they're in a relationship with? Because that can determine whether we see those red flags. That can determine, you know, you get in a situation where it's going to be domestic violence. Do you guys know love languages? Do you know what yours is? And do you know how to love your partner in their love language? Because I think knowing that, it really tears down the relationship to its basic fundamentals. And when you when you start off with a clean slate, I think you can build positively on that. I mean, I know mine, but I don't have a partner to practice with. Mine's are acts of service and, um, and uh, acts of service and affirmation. Or whatever it is. So since we dropping this dropping this love languages and everything on here, all right. If we're gonna do that, go there. Um again, like like Ann said, how it's a learned behavior. So how do you know like when you a little kid? Listen, hold on. How do you know when you're a little kid that this is your your 
your love language. And then in exactly. the black community, all right, let me, I'm finna flip it on them. In the black community, how often do we talk about it? Talk about love languages. As a kid, we never talk about love languages. As a kid, right. we're talking about love as a kid. Kids don't talk about love. That's why I said it can't be a learn. You have to grow into love. I mean, I, I can't right. learn that shit. And going into that, while we, what I was going to say before. So most of us on here are parents. So when you, this baby comes to that, into the world, you have to learn to love your child or is that love automatically there? That's love automatically. So it's, it can't if it's already there. That's like automatic. That's automatic. That's automatic. I, so it's I, not necessarily I disagree. This is, this is why. It should be automatic. But I disagree, and this is why. Like, it, I don't think it's automatic because if it was automatic, we wouldn't have a lot of the single parent households. We wouldn't have people walking out on their kids before it happened. I think what it is is the process of watching the person, regardless if you if you like them, love them, or whatever, one night stand or whatever. A process of watching them actually develop another child is what creates that. Again, it, it's me but creates that connection, that love of your child, because you're looking at it every time as a reminder, like that that's something I did, that's something I produced, I helped produce, regardless if you in a relationship or you, but long as you see that process, that's, it makes it a lot easier for you to be like, I love this kid and I'm gonna do whatever I gotta do to be with this okay, child. Okay, well, I'm gonna tell you like this. I didn't know my son till he was one. You know, and I finally met my son. When I give this problem to my son, I loved him up what I could do, whatever I could do for him. Yeah, mom was almost like a one night stand, but hey, I love my son. I never took 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 nothing from his mama, nothing. I never me and her mama never been together like that, but that was my son. So I, I love him automatically out to this day. Whatever he wants, he'll get. Just like my daughters. You know, there's no difference. I love all my kids like to the fullest. There's no difference there. That's why I said it's not learned. That was that was that's given to me. Who gave it to you? Myself. <laughs> I mean, I can't I can't learn it from my mama. My mama didn't teach me to learn to love one another. She taught me she raised me, but she never taught me oh, I need to love this person. You know what I'm saying? I learned that myself. If anything, I try to do it myself. I try to do everything myself. So it's like you learn to love. I have to. I, I didn't learn it. I just was giving like that. I love anybody. You know what I'm saying? I'll give my stuff my back to the person. So it's like it's not. It's nothing I learned. It's something I do. And that's how you love. And that's that's why I say it's learned. Your love doesn't look like my love. My love yeah, doesn't. Look everybody like got different. Everybody that's got different love. Learn. Yeah. So everybody got a different way to love. Mm-hmm. True that. True, definitely. True that. Because I, I don't know if it's I'm gonna tell you, tell you like this because everybody that come from a loved household. I'm gonna tell you right yeah. now, everybody that come from a right. loved household. Yeah. Right. You're right. That but I don't think it's learned though. I think people learn how to display or show their love to the person they want to have it. I don't think it's learned. I mean, I think love is emotional. So you have to you have to only learn how to display it to the person you're trying yeah. to give it to. It's all, it's the emotion is already there. 
You know, you can have a person who loves you, but they can be hard on you. They can be, you know, mean to you or a parent that grows up and they're kind of, you know, cold or they always being stern. It doesn't mean they don't love you. That's just how they show it. They have to learn how to display in the way the other person needs to receive it. That's what you learn. The emotional love, I think, is already innate. That makes a lot of sense. It, it does. Because I think even as things at a point that we're used to coming into a world and as you growing up, it's like you're automatically supposed to love your parents. You love your siblings. But if you're in a situation where the environment is toxic and the mm-hmm. child is being abused, um, not being taken care of, I think at that point, that's where the hate can start to form and kick in when you feel that way for a parent. It's because that they're not showing you that love. They're showing you a level of like pretty much hate and discuss like they don't, you know, they don't like you. So you start to hate that person. But there's still usually a place where you still love that person because it's already embedded in you. That person gave you life that person brought you into this world so i think that point when you're not getting showed love that's when the hate can begin and there's no happiness in that when you're unhappy in a loving supposed to be situation i think that's where that reverse comes from that love that the you know the hate comes in when it should be a love situation Prime example, yeah. Like his mama didn't love him, <laughs> like when he was little, and that steered him on the path that he could never hold him no matter how much happiness he had. Otherwise, because his mama didn't love him, that was something he never like got over. Like that's just a lot of that love thing is real. It's a lot of parents are not loving their kids and treating them the way they need to be treated, and you send them out here in this world. And you know, normal people fall in love with them, and then they ain't and now you they now you took from that relationship that pain that they put on you because they didn't know how to really love you properly because they never was taught that or they never received it, and now you know what I'm saying now you know y'all out here they out here just hurt hurt people hurt people, and that's causing yeah. uh, and everybody don't know why the baby pool is so messed up once you get to a certain age. And you got people that hurt people now, they move that on to another person, and they can't never, you can't never get, you know, you never get to the point where you feel vulnerable enough to where you can really love somebody the way you need to love them because you've been hurt by somebody in the past, and now you just, everybody that you feel like is going to get to that point, you kind of push, find a way to sacrifice that shit, and you ain't really got to deal with it because you don't want to be hurt again. Like, that's, that's what I learned, and this, now I'm about to be 37. Like, it, 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 somebody, you getting you fall in love with somebody or loving somebody that didn't love you properly will fuck you up for the next person and therefore like until you get that person that's really gonna love you where you need to be loved. And sometimes you can't get to that point because you so you know you so at a point where you just don't want to be that vulnerable because you talk about that vulnerability, you don't get to that point where you want to be that vulnerable to even find out. You don't want to get hurt. You don't. You don't want that. Yes. You know, move forward. So. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to sidebar you um, real quick. Like I love Demond, but right now he's not showing me love back. He's not displaying to me that he loves me. Because look at this. Look at this jersey he got on. 
you happy is not going to make me happy you know okay. um, I think that's, why that's why I asked multiple questions like tell us what makes me happy money oh shit money makes me happy. oh come on man hey <laughs> you asked me what makes me happy honey hey, for real money Money makes me happy do you know how much I can buy stuff off Amazon if oh, I had more money no, man. That's not true happiness. Mm. Hmm. Okay. okay. I'm just saying he just he asked in general what makes me happy. I mean money does make me happy. But um hey, but no um, truth. Me personally what makes me happy. I mean what makes me happy is um seeing myself achieve my goals or you know just excelling. I don't like to stay stagnant. Um I set a goal, I want to achieve it, I want to move to the next. Like that that's one thing that makes me happy. Seeing the people that I love happy makes me happy as well. But personally, yes, nigga, money makes me happy. I like it. Where the dollars at? I mean, you know, because you know, you, you seen that little meme on Facebook that was like, name something non-sexual that turns you on. You seen that meme? It's floating around. I yeah. I come in and direct deposit. And then everybody won't look at me like I'm crazy. That really makes me feel good. Oh my goodness. That's what I'm saying. I got $40 for a nightstand. Nigga, the money talking to you. I don't know what you're going to get for $40. Really? There you go, look, $5. What are we doing? Look, Anthony, you ain't even you ain't even getting a removal of a bra strap for the five dollars. Five dollars. We ain't even gonna we ain't gonna even try to five dollars. Oh, no oh, oh, from, uh, from, from love and happiness to stripping. <laughs> because stripping can make somebody happy. Yeah, they said. Yeah. I get, hey, damn, I love them strippers. 
Yeah, my little different man. Everybody happy. Put a smile on your face. I'm smiling up. Look. Anybody. It, 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 I mean, what? This Anthony, thing. can you uh, cash me up with that? Oh, I got you $19.99. <laughs> a whole $5. And I appreciate you. $19.99. <laughs> So, well, but these, what, what, what made you last happy? longer? Which, yeah, what? Well, there you go. Say what? What last longer? Which make what makes you happy? Who me? Yes, that's what she said. That's a good question because shit, I don't know. I'm being honest. I, I, I really don't know. Like, because I don't. For me, when I see think of happy, happiness, whatever. It's like something that got to be going on to make you feel that way. I really have joy just in general versus uh, man, just really. Let me tell you what makes you happy. Let me tell you what makes you happy. You are passionate about certain things. When you talk about certain topics, you have a passion behind it. That makes you happy to talk about it and to get that information. I'm just saying. Okay, no, no, I'm just saying, like, in general, like, when you talk about stuff, like, you were, you know, training guns, you know, a gun handler, you know, you know a lot about guns, when you talk about stuff like that, you're passionate about it, you want to give people that information, that makes you happy, you know, to give that to them, when Is you talk about mental health and stuff like that, what you think happiness is? Uh, it's happiness, joy. Not, happiness and joy is not the same thing. No, it's not. So, what is your definition of joy? Happiness, happiness. Well, joy is something that's like consistent. Consistent, happy is yeah. Joy doesn't have to be consistent. What? Joy does not. I, I'm trying to understand why do you think joy has to be consistent, really? and how is it different from happiness? Because happiness is something has to happen to make you happy. No. Well, I mean, I'm, happy. okay, so. You, no you just said what makes you happy. Mean. You just said the right deposit yeah. makes you happy, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, okay, let me tell you something. Happiness is an understatement. You hear me? See? <laughs> but I'm just saying. I feel it's, joy it's, in, my, in my heart when I see them direct deposits. All right, Reverend. Joy, Reverend, joy, you got the joy, joy on in your heart right now. <laughs> I do it. But uh, yeah, but, so that's, that's how I look at it. So as far as being like happy, Man, I don't even. I ain't gonna. I'm, I'm not. I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't even know the last time I was happy. Like, real talk. So, I like this subject is like new to me. I ain't gonna say new. It's like I'm still trying to figure out what makes me happy. And what I know my I joy what keeps me going. It's like, but what I'm joyful about is one the fact that I look back at everything that I've been through in life. And I'm still here, still kicking, not crazy, not doing nothing crazy. So I'm that brings me joy. I get to talk. I can reach out and talk to people that I care about. That brings me joy. Um, and just the fact that again, I, I'm sitting here talking to y'all, getting paid. That brings me joy too. But Wait as far as happened, ain't nobody told me about getting paid for talking to y'all. <laughs> oh shit, no, no. See what happened? See, I'm on Uncle Slim. See y'all paying oh. my salary right now. Y'all paying my salary right now. So, well, oh, shit, man. I can't even talk. I pay taxes, too. Fuck. Oh. Man. Okay. All right. Mm -hmm. that. <laughs> you had me shook. I was about to, hey, black yeah. shit, what's going on? Scratch that. Scratch that. Scratch that. 
But um, yeah. So and that's and that's and okay, so so what makes so uh, oh, I was gonna say I want me and everybody had a question about um people deserving to be happy or people deserving certain things in life. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like you deserve to be happy? Hell yeah. Man, everybody deserves to be happy. Everybody. Kindness don't cost a thing. But, but then the thing yeah. with happiness is it's temporary. Thank you. It, it's depend, it's dependent on my something. Question. Yes. But everything happiness is temporary. But joy is forever. Joy is forever. Exactly. Thank you. I'm glad we on the same. Yeah, hey, you know, everybody here. I know everybody here been to church and y'all hear that same song. Joy, joy, joy down in my heart. What down in my heart? What down in my heart? Down in my heart. I got the joy, joy, joy. Yeah. And then Anita Baker, too. You know, you bring me. Why everybody know this song me? Huh? Why everybody know this song me? Who don't go to church? I mean, that hey, I went to church as a child. Yeah, I'm just I'm saying, saying, I ain't just saying. I didn't say who was taking on here already. Hey, no, right no, uh uh. <laughs> she probably got her Satan shoes on right now. <laughs> wow, really? <laughs> Not the Satan shoes. Wow. Well, set, hey, set, uh, I have no comment. With a square, the square heel. <laughs> <laughs> Even if I wore heels, they would definitely not be square. Okay. Well, all right. But nah, so yeah. And, and, and I know, I know for a fact that I'm not the only person that feel like that. So it's interesting to hear everybody say, put their different uh points of views on about joy and, and love and happiness and stuff like that. So it's, it's interesting because in it, and I was going to, there was something I was going to tie into it too, when it comes to us as a people that we are so quick to, to, to mean mug and everything like that. But the first thing we always talking about is, Oh, I'm looking for love. How you looking for love? And when you see somebody that look like you, first thing you look, why, what that nigga looking at me for? Excuse my friend. Why he looking at me? Versus, hey, brother, hey, sister, how you doing? Know what I mean? Yeah, that is true. That's true. You know, having a mean mug. According to people, I look mean all the time. That don't stop people from having the audacity. That's a lie. Nah, that's a lie. Give it away. I said to people. I'm not... No, I'm not a mean person. Your cheeks give it away. You could you could sit there and try to mean mug. Your cheeks so chubby, motherfucker. Oh, look at that. She's so cute. <laughs> nah, you ain't shit up. I'm unfriending him soon. We get through with this. All platforms. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So can love bring depression, anxiety, and stress? Hell yeah. <laughs> I mean, Damn, you don't even have to be in a relationship. You can be in a friendship with somebody and they bring you stress and, and all yeah. that, you know. You stress me, Jesus. Raise my blood pressure. <laughs> hey, that's your friendship contract. I'm sorry. Really? Oh, y'all bring me some level of stress. 
I bring, yeah. I bring you the boat. I bring you stress. All right. Yes. Yes, you do. Okay. Yes. All right. You do. I'm not gonna okay. say with what, but yes. Oh, I'm interested in what Pinky got to say. Pinky, what what do you got to say about this? Can she hear me? I think she's taking notes. That's what it is. She's taking notes. Look at her. She's taking notes and drinking. Look at her. She's drinking. She's probably is drunk. Okay, so she can't hear us. She got us on mute as well. She got the mute on. You talking about me? Yeah, we talking about you. I didn't know if you, never mind, because I already got in trouble about using people other names. So I didn't know if you said Pinky, if you said Pinky. I ain't know what you, I ain't know who you was talking to. My bad. My bad. Yeah, I'm talking to you. What What are your views on on this topic? Um, Joy, that y'all were talking about like the 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 violence and okay so let me just go all the way back because i know i've been sitting here and quiet um i feel like love is something that you are birthed into is something that you you learn like when you have family members and they they they're there for you and they nurture you and they love on you as you get older, you automatically, it seems like you want to do that for other people, or maybe that's just me. So that's what, because that's how I was brought up. That's how I show other people how I love being there for them, comforting them, you know, giving them what was given to me. I give it to them. But a lot of people aren't raised the same way, which we always hear people. Some people raised on love, some people raised on survival. With my relationship, I was raised on love. I end up getting with somebody that was raised on survival. I saw his potential. I had my blinders on. I loved him and wanted to give him what he never had. He didn't know how to love me properly. He saw his mama get her ass whooped, so he thought he needed to whoop on my ass. Thank you. So I'm back to kind of what Duriel was saying. For me, I got my ass beat a couple times. And for me, it wasn't staying because, oh, he loves me. He's whipping my ass, but he he was, okay, he whipped my ass, but I can't just pack up and leave right now and go. I can't just drop everything and just pack up where I'm not with family, I'm not with friends. I can't just pick up and just leave. I had to think of an exit plan because it was more than just me. So love didn't keep me there. Maybe love for my child, like I can't just put us in the streets. So I had to think of a plan before I made that exit. So that I definitely did do. And even still now, you know, that relationship's over and done. I'm more cautious of the people that I let in my life. Now I don't look at the potential. Now if I see red flags, you, you ain't beating my ass. I'm out. The minute you get to doing some weird shit, I'm gone. Time for it. Like, now I'm on some other shit. I'm not looking for someone to love me to give me happiness. I find happiness in so much different shit, even though it may be moment, a moment of happiness. Shit, I'm going to buy a scratch off and hit it for $50 and at that moment, I need happy. 
you know, I may go outside and see one of my plants is blooming and I'm I'm happy. Yeah. Real happy. Jackpot happy. Definitely. There's different stuff that brings me happiness. And everybody, you know, they like self-love. Love yourself first. You can love yourself first. I get it. I'm all for the whole self-love. I'm with it. Self-love's the best. I get it. But niggas get lonely too sometimes. But I'm not falling for the blunders and the traps and all of that. So I'm loving on myself. I'm being happy within myself, bringing myself joy, and we'll just uh, wait on the rest. So let's talk about self love. <laughs> yes, definitely. Self love is part of love. If you don't love you, how do you expect to be? Look at this one over here. His wheel spinning. I, I, um, I think that is true, but I can love someone. I'm just talking about me. I can love somebody else and not necessarily love myself the way I love them because I tend to put other people's needs first. Yes, See, you I do. Then, so then the question is, do you love yourself? If See, you that's, love why yourself that, that's why I put that in the group. Love yourself, yeah, if you love them more than you love yourself. In my head, I do love myself. It's just that I don't show myself the attention I, that I show I other people. Really get that. I, I understand where she's coming from because I'm the same way. I love some me, but sometimes my love for other people too, I will put them first. Before yourself. Before myself. But that don't mean I don't love me, but I'm going to yeah. make sure you yeah. take care of too because I love you. Yeah. That's how it always is. I, I can't say it's not because oh I don't love me. I definitely love me. But that's how it always is though. You'll love somebody else more I think than I you love me too. Like love yourself. Like I, love I mean, for real. Is it is it is it that you're loving? Hold on, I'm trying to think of how to phrase it. Okay, is it that yeah. your your love for them is you trying to replace or you trying to fulfill? Like something empty inside of you, or some love that you were seeking for yourself, as you were, whatever, like whatever you're trying to do, like trying to fill a hole, and where you feel like, okay, if I love them this much, then maybe they'll love me that much better. I don't think it has anything to do. For me, it doesn't have anything to do with that. That's just who I am. I'm not looking for them to, because I'm loving all on them and doing this and doing this and doing that to show that I love them, that I'm like doing it because I want them to give me something back or to fulfill me. That's just who I am. I can't help it. I'm just that type of person. I, I love hard. I love hard. Like that's my friendships, my relationships. That's just how I am. But I'm not doing it for them to fulfill, for them to give back to me to make me feel whole. I'm doing it because I genuinely care. I care about them. I love them. I care about their well-being. I want them to be happy. Is this is that something that you learn over time, or what? And as long as I could remember, I've been this way. So I think maybe it's something I learned growing up is just something that was given to me that I always felt and people always did for me. So as I grew up, I always did it for other people. But as I've gotten older and I've been hurt, I'm learning how to pull back more and not give so much of myself. 
like I used to. And even still, that's hard because you it's who you are, but now you gotta not be. So, okay, since you said that, I'm glad. I know y'all keep sparking me. I'm gonna keep rolling with it now. So you said you love and so you got hurt and you starting to pull back. So then my question to you is then what are you truly doing? Like if you truly, truly, truly love and love hard and all that stuff, why the fuck are you pulling back? Because you never so want to hurt again. Yeah, right. You you like, can I don't want to give so much so soon again. Like I don't want to look at right. the potential of who I think you can be. I don't want to look and be like, dang, you you you. I see what you can be. I wanna. I can't. I can't do that no more. Like I'm like, if you're not who I need now, I can't pour into. I can't do it no more. I can't be building you up. I can't. I can't do that no more. So I pull back. I don't go all in like I used to. I give you what you give me. And if you give them what you give them, is that true love? Because then that goes from love to give and take. Exactly. Are you true love? Love is give and take. Huh? Is it give and take? Love is give and take. Is it give and take or is it compromise? What you think compromise is? is? Compromise by definition is give and take. It's a difference. It's a difference. Okay. I don't see the difference. I don't see the difference. The way she described it is I'm going to give you what you give me. That's not a compromise. That's tit for tat. That's tit for tat. So, a compromise is if she say, okay, I love this way, all right? This is, and I understand you have this issue of blah, 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 whatever, whatever, whatever. I just want you to meet me here. That's it. It's not, I'm going to give you what, that's just like, that's like boxing. That's like, like boxing. You sparring, basically. Like, okay, I'm going to give, I'm going to feed you what you feed me. I'm gonna hit hit you the way you hit me. Versus, I think it needs okay. to be reciprocation. That that's what I mean. I'm gonna give you what you give me. I'm not gonna keep on reaching out and reaching out and reaching out, and you're not doing it back. So now I'm gonna give you what you give me. So I'm not gonna keep on extending myself so much. Huh. Huh. Let me shut up. Okay, go ahead. I'm, I don't want to go there. I'm, I don't want to take over because I hear that a lot. I hear that the, the 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 it's not being reciprocated and all of that stuff. So because it's not being reciprocated, you feel that you're being taken advantage of. Is that you, or is that them? Is that how? Is that your thoughts, or is that them actually doing it? Because you can be putting that onus on them, and that's not the case. You could be saying, I'm doing all of this stuff for you, and you're not doing it, so there's got to be something wrong with you. That not can't, that may not be the case. So, okay. so my question is, is it you or is it them? Oh, then I got another, I got a I'm, second part to that. Go ahead. I'm going to clear on, on, the, on, on the example. Like, you said, is it the person that she's dealing with, or is it her in regards yes. to what 
Like yes. her not wanting to give if he's not giving. Basically, she's saying she's saying she's doing all of this stuff and she's not getting it. All right. Mm -hmm. Is that the case that he's doing it intentionally, or is that just whatever? You know what I mean, is it her putting it on him like, okay, I feel that he's not doing what he's supposed to do? I mean, that's a given. Like I said, I'll do something simple like a phone call. Same thing. I'm calling you, calling you, calling you. I'm reaching out to you. I'm texting you. I'm texting you. I'm texting you. If you can't give me that back, then what the hell? Like, reciprocate. Call me sometimes. Text me sometimes. And even like you say, what? Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I just think it goes both ways. It it definitely goes both ways, and that's why I I say the term me pulling back and not giving so much because if I'm still doing that and still doing that and still doing that, what's the purpose? So then, so then, that, but well, this okay. I'm gonna say this. This is what I get from it. That's you. That's your. That's your personality. That's how you are. Mm -hmm. And I always say this, and I tell like from people that are that are close to me. All the way to people that like my soldiers, I tell them all the time: be you. Don't let nobody's actions change the way you are. If that's how you love, that's how you love. If you do it like that, and it, and it's not reciprocated, it's time to move the fuck on. Well, I that. Let me let me back up. Let, yeah. me, back, let me back up. Let me back up because it was a two-part question I had for her. Well, and not her, okay. for her, but just in pro. Has your concerns been voiced, for one? Have you told them in so many words, well, have you told them in a language that they understand that this is how it's making you, this is how it's making you feel? And you cannot, the reason why I ask that is because we cannot always assume that people understand what you're going through. We can't always say, hey, this is how it's making me feel, and they truly understand what you're going through. So have you voiced, and not just this this past relationship, just in, in general, um, have, do you voice how it makes you feel? Because if you don't, that's the first problem. How is somebody supposed to know that's how it's making you feel if you don't say nothing? Just because, just because, just because women get attitudes, we don't understand. We sitting there trying to figure out what the fuck you got attitude for now. And that could be 50 million things. We don't ran down three weeks of shit that we possibly could have did. Well, you know what you did. did. That was you, did right? um, you know what you did. You know what you did. Uh, again, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. I'm being real. I'm I'm be honest with you. I don't. No hell. So if you don't tell me what the fuck I did, I don't. I so you in a relationship, no, you know your girl. Women change instantly when something is wrong. I don't care if they attempt to remain the same or they still like something about that female is going to change. Like me, I shut down. I get quiet. I even talk. You can talk to me, but I will not talk back. So that is a automatically to tell them there's something wrong. Now, are you aware enough of the person that you're dealing with in a relationship with to know there are those cues? So you, I, I feel like men do know something is wrong, but they want to be verbally told mm -hmm. what's wrong. Sometimes women don't talk. They just like, he's supposed to know, and I think and I know that's. Un but 
So then it goes back to what I just said. Then that's on you because if you already know, we don't know. We want to know, and you getting your attitudes, and you getting your attitudes and, and your your moments, and don't talk. Then you just got two 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 bulls sitting there looking at each other like, "Well, fuck you too." Then, well, fuck you. Well, you know what? You're right. I'm going to agree with you. But what I am going to say is that when you get into a relationship... We agree. I don't. Mm -hmm. I don't. We know what you did. They don't listen. They don't be listening. Look, I feel like they don't. They don't listen. And if you know your partner, you pretty much know when you done pissed them off. Exactly. You know. They don't really have to say it. It's important to be verbal, but women aren't, you know, most of the time women aren't a lot like that. Okay, now, so some women are. Because when my girl get mad, she tell me immediately what the fuck the problem is. That shit is not going to linger. But I am not that way. I'm like, I just shut down and don't say nothing. It's like when you were so messing up in corn dogs. Let's bring it back to the point then. Let's bring it back to the no, point then. If that's, if that's the case, then then why? Well, I should. What, what I was gonna say? I don't know. I forgot. I need to drink some more milk. Go ahead. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> he said some so more milk. Okay, so, no. I want to go there on something this, that came up into the comments last week, and we do got some comments that coming in already. Um, but last week, Bobby made a comment. And he said he could not be with the person that he loved because of how her home life was. So how okay. much of your home life you're raising affects the lo love for you in relationships and loving other people and loving yourself? Because some people can block that love where it shouldn't be blocked, but it happens. Go, man. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, okay, I spoke it on earlier the attachment attachment theories that has a lot to do with who we are as um, adults. Mm -hmm. um, there's those four different type of ways that you've learned to love, and it's like I have this healthy relationship with my dad, and my brother doesn't have a healthy relationship with, with my dad, so he loves the person that he cho he chose to be with differently. It's like myself personally, because I'm reading, I'm also reading these comments and I'm gonna tie it back in the comments about men not knowing how to love. And I know I'm the exception, like I do, I'm, I'm sorry, not knowing how to love, but not communicating. I think if you truly love someone, the, um, the aspect of communication is going to be there to give that person a fair chance to correct what's being done. And that's what any of my, that could be a, a conversation right. with, with me and Boucher and or, and or a conversation with me and Honey, because I love you and I respect you. I'm going to say, yo, Bob, I mean, Boucher, I didn't appreciate when you did that to me. And it makes me feel this way, opposed to where, you know, and it's not fair to shut down because it's like, man, well, what did you, what did I do? Oh, nothing. It's cool. It's fine. I hate those words. And I don't use those in a sense of when I'm communicating or something's happened. And I'm like, man, you know what? Randolph, when you did this to me, man, it made me feel I'm I'm going to tell you because that's my respect for our relationship. 
you know, and a lot of man, I wish my chest was about as big as yours, but I, I, I'm getting there. <laughs> but, um, no, I'm, I'm that's a compliment. That's that's a compliment. He got that top. <laughs> But okay, enough of the enough of the fitness. Back to the level. You you so, can't you can't look like that with that flat on button all the way up there though. No. Debo did it. <laughs> Debo had a flat on. I let the man finish what he was saying. Yeah, because you know I get sidetracked easily. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm like that little dog from the movie Up. I see oh, yeah. Yes. Squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. you know and going back to what the point in the comment was last week you know it, it does make it i understand that it does make it hard to learn somebody because you're like me i'm loving you. i'm gonna love you i'm not gonna condition my love i'm gonna love you the way that i love and i'm gonna tell you but if i'm telling you that hey this is affecting us then i'm gonna say you know what i have to do what's best for me you don't you're not ready to love me and I'm I can't and you're not ready to receive my love. So that's why I have to step away. And I, I agree with that aspect of, you know, shit, this at home situation is messing it up for this present situation. So I can't, as you said earlier, Black Sheep, you were talking about how people bring you stress. That's one of those things they bring because you sit there and like I understand, Nika, I'm sitting there like, damn, I'm loving this person, but are you loving this person? and you're protecting yourself at the same time. That's not, for me, that's not a healthy thing to do, mm -hmm. a healthy environment to be in. So, I think love is conditioned, though. Love is not unconditional. Uh, why are you going into the other topic? My bad, my bad, my bad. I'm going to leave it alone. We'll talk about it another know, day. You know. Uh, you but, oh, no, what I was about to ask, I was about to ask him, okay, because you said, because and you said you're you're the anomaly. First, my first question is, how did you get to the point where you at now? I'm gonna let you ask that, and then my second question, I'm gonna shoot after that. Okay, so the first thing was, I'm the middle child of five kids, and I looked at the relationship that my old, the two older siblings had, and I look at the relationship that my two younger had. As, as a kid, there was a certain event that happened in my life and I was like, well, you know what, fuck it. I don't need anybody. So anything that I, for me, anything that I did, it was for me. It brought me my happiness. It's that happiness evolved into joy. But then there's also the human side of me, like, you know what? I do desire a relationship with my dad. So the relationship my dad and I have right now is based upon my efforts. And I can say like, if my dad, you ask my dad, hey, Billy, who's your best friend? He's going to be like, my son. And if you ask me the same thing, I'm going to be like, my pops. Like, I learned everything as an adult. And I'm still going to learn. I'm almost 40 years old. I'm 38 right now. I'm almost we got 40. The same dad. Huh? We got the same dad. I t I'm telling you, we talked about this earlier. So, my name Billy, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, there's just those things that I've learned. So along with that, a desire to want to love and have a relationship, and also with my, my, my career choice, working with kids, all these trainings, because I'm so constantly applying these different uh, 
rhetorics and theories and, and psychology, I've learned to apply it to my life because it, it feels it, it 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 connects it connects some some gaps for me. So, but everything is based on my my principles. I look at all six of us right now, and I see a human being. Then I see who you are individually. Then I know, okay, each of us have to be loved a different way. And I'm going to learn how to love everybody differently in their way so that I can relate to you and build a rapport. I get teachers all the time asking, well, how do you have such a great rapport with all the headaches of the school, for lack of better words? And I tell them the story about how my words influence these kids, which was one kid, I was jokingly, it was, we were still having breakfast and he was just, breakfast is from 8 to 8.30 and he was just having a horrible time. I was like, man, what you do? You wake up on the wrong side of the bed? And in his head, I literally saw a light bulb go off. So the next day I come to work, they say, hey, what did you say to Joshua yesterday? I said, I didn't say nothing. Uh, You know, because I thought I was in trouble and I'm young. I'm like 22, 23 and I'm in a whole different uh, new, new environment. Some oh shit, what's going on? Well, the mom called and said when he came home, he started moving his bedroom around. They said he said Mr. Dunaway said said this to me, and I said, oh well, I did have a conversation. I said, what did you wake up on the wrong side of the bed? But because he moved his room around, and now he was able to get off on the right side of the bed. That's cute. It made a difference for him. So it's it's those things where I've learned to like. How do I apply this to that person? How do I apply this to that person? That's part of my essence, which I'm a pleaser. I want to please everybody. I want to make sure everybody cool. I'm like, okay, you know what? Hey, Gloria, what you need? Okay. Hey, Boucher, what you need? You know, oh, you need, you need uh, front row tickets to the, the, the Spurs game? Okay, I got you. And I'm going to try to do that. I'm going to make I'm gonna make that happen, you know? And I think if that answers your question, I'll go on part two. I can go on and on about this and get lost. Hey, fuck part two. I got another question for you. So, um, yeah, because what he's saying is like, again, it's, it's going back to education now. If, the whole topic we were talking about is love and happiness. And we said it in the, from the beginning that it's a learned behavior. How can we, as a African-American black community who have been taught and conditioned with so much hate and negativity turn this whole thing around? Because not because from again, this is from my standpoint, from what I see, it's not about nobody knowing how to love. It's not about uh, us as a people knowing how to love. I think I think it's more about us accepting love and us being vulnerable enough to accept love. So with all the education and stuff like that, and you, 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 you're you saying it, you're popping off the key words, key statements. How can we get it to the point where we as a community, I know we got to start somewhere and we can start with this group and the folks that's paying attention, but how would you suggest we build on this so the black woman and the black man could one, could communicate, two, can be vulnerable with, with each other 
and express love and emotions and all other stuff and three build and pass that on to the next generation um i mean myself personally like if i see you walking down the street i see boucher walking down the street and i walk past you and i say what's going on black man how you doing don't be defensive with me i get this a lot where i'm from i'm on i'm in cali i can't speak to another person like that out here what nigga? and it, it's not it's not that for me like hey yo chill out bro like i'm just trying to make sure you i'm checking on you and a, a, a bunch of that is is for me it's self-love i love myself you know that's like yesterday i'm i'm at my little spot slossing liquor and you know i'm picking up these little specialty beers and i see this man and i'm like yo you know what i'm about to do him a, i'm gonna do him a solid hey i got his i got his stuff don't worry about it you know and it is it's kind of doing those things for me. I try to spread love in a contagious manner, which is like, dang, this dude just paid for my drink. And it'll make him feel good about himself. And like he was telling me, he's like, man, I just came here. I got off of work. I said, you know what? I recognize that. And that's me honoring you. So I'm gonna pay for your drinks. I know you just want to go home. And that's one less thing you got to worry about, you know? So it's like, like going back to my, my point, what I was saying was like, if I see you walking down, start with, somebody walking down to the street, walking down the street, but hey man, what's going on brother? How you doing? Or anybody of that nature. But I'm focused on us because this is what, what it is. And just making, you know, people feel good. And I think, and I'm about to go off on a deep end. I'm gonna go speak to my female companions, my sisters. If I ask you, hey, how you doing sister? That don't mean I'm trying to get at you. It means I'm genuinely want to know, hey, how you doing? Because if somebody asks, how many times does somebody ask you how you doing? And he kind of he's like, damn, like how am I doing? Shit, I'm feeling good. Thanks for asking. A lot of us don't look at that because it, I I think it's a lot of insecurities, lack of self love being present that we don't we we look at it a certain type of way, you know, as somebody has other motives and and, and methods to their madness as to what they want. You know, we, we've just been, in the black community, I feel we've been so divided by sexism, colorism, and that they use, we, we use, they use us against each other. You know, let's say, uh, and I mentioned colorism, you know, I look at, I look at Randolph Doyle and I look at Boucher and I'm like, damn, and I'm not saying this because I love y'all. It's like, damn, them niggas is black. And then look, that's light skin nigga shit. This nigga being light skinned right now, you know, and those 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 type of things. And even though we're playing, we feed off into it. And the more that we play, the more that it becomes rep repetitive. It becomes habit. It becomes behavior. And we we start to look at Dorio, this old black ass nigga. Fuck him. Oh, look at this old light skinned nigga. He thinks he got it all. He got it going on. But I look at y'all, you know, and y'all my people. Like I'm like man. Me and Doriel, Doriel, we haven't spoken on the phone, but I'm like, you know what? I got Doriel. I got, I got Boucher. I got y'all. Like, so you saying you, I should stop doing that? Huh? So you saying I should stop doing that? No, I'm not saying you should stop doing it. You have to make that decision. Because I look at Doriel, I'm like, this dog skin nigga. Him. Him. <laughs> You know, there's you know, Dorio. Why, why, why big people always got the face on? Yeah, Dorio doesn't have a mustache, and I don't trust him. <laughs> I got to cut my, 
Hey, I gotta cut mine because the, the green suit, the trust and believe. As soon as I get one, yeah, that, that's as soon as I like get that. out this green suit, I'm gonna have one. You know, I gotta look like a little twelve year old kid right now. Yeah, you know, over here looking like Tyson Beckford, you know, baby nah, face Michael. No, no, I don't look like no Tyson Beckford. I might might look like uh Tyson Beckford or some shit. Michael Clark Duncan. There you go. There you go. Him and Penny chest the same size. All right, so so hey, so no for real, no for real. All right, all right, enough about the chest joke. That shit ain't funny. Show nah, for real though, like. But oh Boucher, like what you got? Cause you've been real quiet over there. I see the wheels turning. Oh. I see them wheels turning. All right, what's the question again? Cause uh, once again, yeah, yeah, okay. So what? what all right. So tying everything together, what well, what do you think we as a people need to do to 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 enhance our love and happiness? That's not medicinal and not liquor. We need to go see their damn therapist. Oh, a lot of people say it again, there. my brother. Say it one more time. See a damn therapist. That's really hallelujah. And you can't pray. You can't pray certain stuff away. You know what I'm saying? You gotta, you gotta talk about it. Come on to that next topic, sir. Okay, I'm at. I'm at. I know that's another time, another another day. But you know, we really need to go see therapists. Like it's been such a stigma in our community that you ain't you supposed to keep everything in house. You know, you ain't supposed to be out here talking or going in and talking to somebody else, but that has put a lot of uh, unnecessary stress and kept, you know, have people bottling up things that probably they need to let out a long time ago. And we carry, you putting all these different things in jars and these different bags and it's sitting on your brain and you don't know how to let it go. You don't know how to outlet. So you don't you react to certain things in a certain type of way that you probably shouldn't have to because it's not fucking normal. Cause you you got all this shit compressed in your in your brain and in your soul and in your your feelings and that you need to let it go. And a lot of people don't know how to let it go. They don't know how to have that outlet. Go see a therapist. That's my opinion. You know, we black folks don't talk about mental health enough. Cause to uh, you know, that's another stigma. Mental health it ain't real. No. Let me stop because you know I was raised in the church, so I, there's some of those things that they, they push on to you like it ain't normal. Like, you gotta hold on conversation because you just fought me with another question. Yeah, because you 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 do you going into the conversation we talked about? That's for that next episode. Yeah, I'll don't go into yeah. you, you go into the conversation. We talked about that the other day. Didn't you ask that question, Daria Randolph? I'm 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 hey I'm biting my tongue don't, right now. Don't, my don't tongue. do it. Don't do it. Bite my tongue. Don't do it. So we're coming up that minute mark. So uh we could go ahead and do outros, say whatever is whatever you want to say, so we can go on and close this out. Nika Pink, since you've been quiet, you got any outro, anything to say? Go ahead and start us out. Sister Pink's coming. I, I ain't been quiet. I've been observing and listening and all that good stuff. Um, I don't know. I guess my closing remarks how do we get back? I think it for me, it comes down to people having manners, people having morals, people having respect, and start with self. And I think if we can get that down, we can start to make a change. 
I think when respect and manners went out the window, a whole mm. bunch of other shit did too, because people don't give a fuck no more. They don't care anymore. You know, like Aunt was kind of saying with the, hey, what's up, brother? And like Daryl said, his manner, speak. Hey, it won't kill you. You do it in passing. It won't hurt you. Open up a door for somebody. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Yes. It's the little thing. Go ahead with your Monique sounding ass. Go ahead. Talk. <laughs> Don't you sound like Monique? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Monique sounding ass. That's my tidbit. That's all I got. I'm working on me though. I'm working on me. Uh, okay. But well, that's my change. I'm working right, on me in my house. That's what's up. That's right. what's up, Mr. Dunaway. Outro. Closing remarks since we're in the church. Um, you know, I said most of everything that I, I wanted to say, but I think um, to wrap it up is work on you. And like Boucher said, you know, hey, go ahead and go ahead and lay down on that leather couch and get your thoughts out. And you know, talk to somebody. You know, that's just you know, we so caught up on taking care of our bodies and. If you're gonna take care of your body, you gotta take care of it all. You gotta get that yeah. head together. You gotta get that soul together. Everything gotta be on point to you know to work at work as one. And like I said, my thing is you know just acts of kindness to anybody. That 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 those little yeah. things. If I do it, somebody else do it. It chip away at that hardened shell on a person. So you know that's just one of those things that you know we gotta do. Find somebody, do something for somebody. And when you do it, don't expect for it to be reciprocated. Do it from the heart. You know, and a lot of us, we do it with the expectation of receiving it back. But whatever I do, I'm not, if I help you move your house, I'm not going to be like, okay, that's going to be $3.99. No, you my people. I'm doing it. I'm giving you my time. We we create memories and we having a good time with each other. So I just think that anybody that's out there, listen, make, just, just come from the heart, whatever it is that you do. Speak from the heart, act from the heart. And that's it for me. Awesome. Miss um, Daniels. <laughs> um, in regards to the topic at hand, I would definitely say um, the two don't always go hand in hand. Uh, I would definitely say in any type of relationship, whether it's relationship or with a partner or a friend, communication is definitely key. We don't always do it. I am guilty myself. Um, I don't like to communicate. Oh, that's something that I'm working on. Also, you know, break down what you need from that person. Uh, again, any type of shit, break down what you need for the other person in, you know, in the beginning. Um, if you're in a relationship, learn that person's love language, know your own. You know what I'm saying? That means uh, things like easier, take off the rose-colored glasses when you walk into a friendship, you know, because everything begins with a friendship. Um, uh, other than that, um, I'm just say, you know, that uh, TK over there looking like a whole snack tonight. Um, with her, you know, her little earrings in, she's sipping her wine, got got them Jerry Curl curls in there, you know. <laughs> I hear about this taste <laughs> Don't forget about the price tag on the bottom of her glass. Look, look, look at the price tag. Yep, look. <laughs> she's taking it back <laughs> after the show. And that ain't even about to take her back. that ain't even the right price tag because it That's was on commerce for 25 cents. That's funny. You should have bought a whole set. 
Look at her fancy glass. I got a whole nice case house. in there too. Well, my daughter got the other half, and my son-in-law. But I, that's funny. I bought twelve. You want that's one? Funny. Let me send you one. Mm-hmm. Put my name on it so I know it's mine. I, I got you, Nico Pinks. You still doing the little names on things? Look, names. I got See, and I get, I got my special glass. Look at that. There this we go. Make sure you put the button up on his glass, OT. Oh, oh yeah, I'm gonna put button up. <laughs> button, button up, up. and. You know, yeah. they made Nika Boucher, they made me change my name. I, I would change yes, it. I would kind of embrace the name they gave me, but they said, no, I'm trying to go with button up and. Yeah. yeah. I saw that. I saw Maybe that. the next In trouble. You spent yeah. it. Yeah, very much. And Dorio is the only person that understands me. He know that it's, it's, it's a Cali thing. That's what we do out here. But they, they don't oh. care. I'm international. We care about your safety. We care about your safety. I got you if you... If you need CPR, I got you. Cause you're gonna need it. Where your card at? I got it. I ain't gonna show it on on here cause it got my government on there, so I ain't gonna show you. On here. I don't know it. Remember, I work with kids, so you know we gotta have it when you're working with the children. So you know I'm covered. I got it. Just renew. Hey, honey, so honey, can I buy you a drink with your T-Pain hat on? <laughs> there y'all go. Here we go. Here we go. go what you gotta that's say? That, that's that Jay That's that whole. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, I just want to say thank you for the invite. You know, uh, I appreciate it and the opportunity to do something on this uh, this Saturday night, speaking with y'all beautiful black folks on some real shit. You know what I'm saying? Uh, then I ain't got much. Just love yourself. You know, talk to somebody. Don't keep that shit bottled up. Uh, can't nobody make you happy but yourself. You know, uh, and then mm-hmm. you know, I'll be I'll be easy and safe out there. You know, and uh, don't don't do nothing crazy. That you know, to save work with craziness. If you piece of craziness run, then people know that you just run. I saw some crazy shit at ATV, but it was just a crackhead. So <laughs> I, I just walk slow. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, you in San Antonio too? Yeah. Man. Oh, I just thought, you know, that was your team. Okay, that explains it. Yeah. Uh, it sounds like San Antonio crackheads is different from Cali crackheads. Hey, we 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 got some. We got some folks for you. You can look. You can come down here and hang with us, and we can put some chairs out and sit on the side of the road. And I promise you will be heavily entertained. Yeah, heavily. This this heavily. Is the parking lot on the east side. You're gonna be heavily entertained. You will be entertained. In Man, down to the person that would be walking down the street in in the superhero costume with the rubber ring. on the bike. Oh. <laughs> Bad safe on the bike. He on the bike on with the, the rubber boots. Are oh, you'll see Shanika at the ATB and you'll wave to her and then she won't even say nothing back. Funny. Church finger. Church finger. Stop fire. Stop fire. First of all, that ain't even what happened. Pew pew. It's a 22. <laughs> <laughs> Don't pay him no mind. It's okay. See, when I see Bobby in, in HEB, it's always love. Even though he be hunking and looking at my booty at the same time. 
But it's always love. Represent 100. 100. Uh, other thing is when it comes, uh, how can I'm, I'm, fuck it, I'm just be real. So when it comes to 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 love and happiness, um, they do go hand in hand. They do, they do create different types of emotions. They do have a lot to do with how how we as a people interact with each other. And my thing my suggestion my request my whatever you want to call it is everybody who's listening everybody who's paying attention everybody who's doing this don't sit in the background and don't say nothing comment we want to hear we don't want to be the only ones talking about this subject because we understand that that everybody experiences is different as you can see everybody has different exposures as you can see and then on top of that, when you make negative comments, it only let let us know we're going in the right direction. Because when you make negative comments or when you say things that you try to deflect, uh, we understand that that's your way of, of of expressing how you truly feel. And you may not you may not know how to how to truly express how you feel. And that's that's what we're here for as far as the different points of views because one of us could mm. be you so just sit back relax enjoy and i we really appreciate y'all supporting us um yes i'm being very political right now because i got my glasses on so, uh, thanks for thanks for uh hanging in there with us and that's it all right well um i definitely want to thank everybody that's in the comments um I do see all of your comments. Um, thank you, Kevin, um, as well as Dansby for tuning in tonight. Kevin gave a shout out and told us nice show oh, tonight. Last thing, hey, spread the word, spread the word. Hey, that's how we grow. Word of mouth, how we grow. Yo, wrap it up, B. Definitely, definitely. So again, thank you to everybody um, that tuned in tonight commented participated thank you to my guests tonight i appreciate y'all for coming on thank y'all thank you to my co-hosts <laughs> it's been a week of researching and getting stuff lined up and getting stuff situated i thank y'all for keeping me in mind keeping me keeping my mind right because i was stressing a little bit but it, it's all good i appreciate y'all uh, and I'll just reiterate what pretty much everybody said. Definitely to work on self-love. Don't be ashamed of self-care. Get that done. The best way is to work on you. That's how you start changing the narrative. Is work on you. Mm-hmm. Go sit on the couch, man. Go sit on it. On what you got to do for you. You have to worry about you first of all. You have to be good before you can worry about anything else. So and and that's just again just really real. Even in my 40s, I'm in a growing and being a better me. And no, like I said, I'm in my 40s. 
I'm, I'm learning some totally different stuff. And it's okay to do that. Never feel like you're a late bloomer or that you started too late that you can't do this and can't do that because of age. Age ain't nothing but a number. So don't don't feel bad for not being where you where you feel you should be by society standards. Because we're not going to get where we need to be at the same time or by the projected date that the world puts out there. Point is, is you get there. It don't matter how you get there. Some of us might be crawling and rolling. The way my knees are set up, I might be rolling, but I'm going to get there. So I thank everyone for the support. Uh, tune in to us next, next week because we will be here Saturday. Nine o'clock central. We we doing the damn thing. We gonna have some topics that um might gonna make you scratch your head. Might gonna bring some tears to your eyes, but we gonna get real. I got a crew that's ready to do it. So I'm appreciative. I'm thankful. Also, before I close to Morgan, I appreciate you, appreciate you 110. I love my new intro. It is amazing. And you doing it. I appreciate it. Yeah, that's it. Far. That's it. Far. All of it. Working and everything. Man, oh. it, it, it put you in that mood. To, it looks like you already like. Hey, this time I'm going to have me a cigar. I ain't going to like that bitch. I'm going to hold it like this the whole show. <laughs> yes. So I love it. I thank you for all you do. I thank you for your support. And on that night, on that um, note, we are out for tonight. We out with Chronicles of a Black Sheep.